Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome an accomplished professional from New Delhi, India, Mr. Gaurav Arora. Gaurav, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. What a pleasure to be here. I've heard so many episodes of yours, the kind of conversation that you've had. Um, the intriguing questions and the space that you provide is something worth uh, modeling. Okay, thank you so much. So, yeah. Gaurav is the founder of X Monks, uh, which is coaching leaders to move to the next level in their personal and professional lives. He's the host of a podcast titled The X Monks Drive, and he's a voracious reader, a calligraphist, and loves adventure sports. So, Gaurav, before we talk about X Monks, tell me a little bit about your own journey in brief. Hmm. My journey has been, I think, um, it has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with born and brought up in a lower middle class family. And when you're born in a lower middle class family, it comes along with the pleasures of staying together with a mm-hmm. family that love together, eat together, stay together, play together. So that was the initial part of my life. And with that um, came several lessons um, in terms of the way we should connect with others, the way we should bond together, my relationship with money, my relationship with people who come Mm -hmm. from affluent families and Mm -hmm. people who speak flawless English. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I think after my engineering and my MBA, started working with Kotec Nidra Bank. And that's where I realized that if you are living a life which is not in alignment to what you genuinely care for, mm-hmm. it could be a prison. Um, and prison might not have those seven, you, you might not be in a cell of seven by seven. Mm-hmm. However, there's a contraction that you experience within yourself. Your body would shrink in the presence of people that you're not comfortable with. And that's where I tried my hands to be a professional MC mm-hmm. as a master of ceremony. Okay. And Lord, I realized how much I love uh, interacting with people, mm. how much I love um, when you are in the company of people who are celebrating life. Mm. And that's that was the time when I took a different direction in my life and joined one of the organizations in the space of leadership development. That was in the 2005. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, <clears throat> I think I got lucky. Um, I, I get to do what I love doing. Facilitation, leadership development, podcasting, mm-hmm. community building, mm-hmm. uh, interacting with people, Wonderful. both on one-on-one basis and group. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wonderful. So, let me then ask you that, you know, tell me a little bit about ex-monks and what motivated you to become an executive coach? Mm-hmm. X Monks is an ecosystem that brings to you world-class coaches, mm-hmm. uh, thought leaders, business leaders from various walks of life for personal transformation and leadership development. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a beautiful story behind X Monks as well. If you look at X Monks, X, one of the strikes of X is a sword. Mm-hmm. And it says the warrior monks. And if you further look at the warrior monk, the saint soldier, and if you convert that into Hindi, it says mm-hmm. Sant Sipahi. Mm-hmm. Now, Sant Sipahi was a term coined by Guru Gobind Singh Ji. Mm-hmm. 
when he said it's important to pull the sword in service of others mm-hmm. and for the benefit of your listeners um guru gobind singh ji was the 10th guru of sikh yeah. religion mm-hmm. uh, sikhism if i may and on one hand he was a poet on the other hand he was a warrior mm-hmm. on one hand he knew the art of sitting quietly and being in the space of mindfulness mm-hmm. on the other hand he also knew how to pull the sword mm-hmm. when the need be mm-hmm. so that's the story behind ex monks mm-hmm. and uh, what motivated me i don't know if something motivated me or not i was like a clueless a headless chicken uh, roaming around mm-hmm. i was just looking for ways to bring in some kind of alignment in my life mm-hmm. and i asked somebody hey um what is this coaching all about and i said coaching is a good profession and interestingly i'm talking about 2005 6 not mm. many people knew about coaching yeah. mm. and truth be told i think just got lucky mm. okay right just got lucky i think my life has been a beautiful case study what sheer grace can do to you wonderful wonderful right? so yeah wonderful so when you work with a lot of executives what are some of the common challenges mm. you address with these executives yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah you know um and i'll share some parts bits and pieces from my years of experience of working with executives in the corporate arena one of the common denominators is working with other people mm. you know what we call as talent management mm-hmm. in organizations mm. in a simple words if i may i think working with people is one of the biggest challenges that most of us face you know um it's so interesting when you ask me this question in your experience of working with executives what are the primary challenges that people face the moment this question hit me mm-hmm. i saw some kind of disturbance within my body mm-hmm. and that's the reason i think i took a pause because i did not want to come from a space of a somebody who knows it all Mm-hmm. so i looked deep within and said what are the challenges that i face in my in my practice mm-hmm. in my own organization and just to support my assumption mm-hmm. you know it reminds me of my recent conversation with with mr sanjeev bikchantani uh, he's the founder of nokri.com one of the most celebrated entrepreneurs in the country mm-hmm. and i was asking him i i asked him mr bikchandani what do you think are uh, are the difficult challenges that you have faced in your career mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said dealing with people mm-hmm. and if i revisit my conversations with different leaders on my podcast the xmongs drive where i've had the privilege of interviewing mohandas pai mr tv narendran and few of the best thought leaders of our time i think dealing with people has always been one of the topics mm-hmm. that we have discussed and uh, why not because when you when we are talking about dealing with people i think we all have 
some struggles that we are dealing with. Mm. At least I have my own struggles. And, you know, every time when I'm in the company of someone, what happens is I get triggered. And when I'm getting triggered, the easiest way to deal with my own trigger is to blame mm. the other person. Mm. So that is one. So dealing with other individuals, talent management. So that's one category. The second that I'm coming across is, I think if you look at the complexities that are surrounding us and every second day you'll find some innovation happening, every second day, some discovery happening, every second day, people are talking about breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. There's so much of complexity all around. You know, we have not yet over from <clears throat> Russia, Ukraine war, and now we are dealing with what's happening with Israel. We were not yet over with NFTs and the blockchains of the world and generative AI took the world by the storm. So what it means is there's so much of complexity and um, dealing with complexity has never been easy because it's a process that one goes through in the transition, right? The transition from one phase to another, one place to another. And before one can move to the other point where one can find themselves settled, mm. there's another wave of change coming. So I think dealing with the complexity, I would say, is another huge challenge. And I think third one is uh, the world is talking about digitalization, how everything is getting digitalized. Mm. Uh, so there is a said and unsaid fear of the impact of AI uh, in our lives. So I think if I were to put it, put three categories to the overall challenges that an executive is, is facing, I would call it one from the space of dealing with people. Uh, the second one is dealing with complexities. The third one is the digital um, wave, um, which is so huge in nature that um, not many people are comfortable. Not many people are uh, prepared. Yeah. So moving on, uh, what, in your opinion, does mindfulness or self-awareness play in executive hmm. leadership? Hmm. Mindfulness and self-awareness does in leadership. Hmm. You know, let's try and look at these two words, uh, mindfulness and self-awareness. Let's take a pause and look at what is mindfulness. So mindfulness is when I'm being mindful of what's happening within me. Mm -hmm. That is creating ripples in the environment that I'm a part of. And what's happening around me. Mm -hmm. uh, that is um, triggering my past um, or my present in some way, capacity, form, and shape. So mindfulness brings in huge amount of awareness. And I often share awareness creates choices in life. You know, awareness builds possibilities in life. And, you know, when we are on one hand, when we are talking about different challenges, be it the challenge of dealing with other human beings or be it the challenge of dealing with complexities mm. or uh, the challenge of, dealing with the digital storm all around, I think 
one of the common threads is i'm dealing with those kind of challenges because the lack of awareness i think as much as there are complexities increasing in the world mm-hmm. there is a need to be more mindful and mm-hmm. more aware in this moment i would get triggered i'll not be comfortable with the other person i would get um i would react to the other person's presence mm-hmm. uh, because there is something in me mm. which is disturbing me already okay. and as they say that if you squeeze mm. a lemon you will only get lemon juice you will mm. not get mango juice out of that so thus awareness is important also at the same time i think it brings in a lot of stability it brings in a lot of resilience it brings in a lot of emotional maturity it brings in a lot of equanimity every time when i am uh, operating from a space of mindfulness mm-hmm. every time when i'm being aware uh, i would be very watchful of my mm. own behaviors and the space that i'm operating from mm. it has a huge impact and especially in today's world it's becoming more and more important mm. so very yeah. interesting and uh, when you talk about your coaching uh, mm. and you're working with senior leaders how do you incorporate ethical considerations especially when it comes to executives in positions of significant power and influence mm mm can can you talk about the ethical consideration in what aspect from what context are you looking for ethics looking in business that? ethics in no, mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. ethics in uh dealing with people got it god so please ask me the question again so how do you incorporate ethical considerations into mm-hmm. your coaching especially it. when it comes to executives in positions of significant power and influence beautiful question beautiful question you know as much as we say that power corrupts what we don't understand is without power you can't do anything mm-hmm. as much as we say that power can um can 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 actually uh, pull out um the nasty part of an individual at the same time what we don't understand is mm-hmm. without power uh, we cannot run electricity right power is something which is very important to enhance our influence in the world mm-hmm. and to get the work done mm-hmm. now having said that if you look at the ethical consideration in business in dealing with people especially with people who are who have power mm-hmm. i think that's where coaching plays a very vital role let's try and understand what coaching does coaching mm-hmm. allows you to look at what you genuinely care for mm. and align with your core values align with your core purpose mm. right very often people go for at least i have gone for goals in my life just to uh, get an external validation mm-hmm. several times i have gone for goals and targets in my life so that i can prove mm. how smart i am how intelligent i am right. how affluent i am and every time when i'm going for external validation there is a chance that i would take a shorter route to reach there and that is where the ethic ethics values might get compromised mm-hmm. so any goal and any objective that you have if it's not grounded into your values if it's not grounded into your purpose is going to feed into your ego and would be a baggage to carry mm. in times to come and that is where it's very important to be fully 
present to your kochi so every time when i'm having conversation uh, it's very important to <clears throat> to be fully present to your kochis and um, you know <clears throat> speak it out if something is not in alignment to what the other person is saying and i think that's where a, a masterful coach a mindful coach plays a very vital role to calling it out if there is a difference between uh, what the other person is saying and what he means kathi aur karni mein jab jab difference aa jayega that is where the other person would not be able to hold the space would not be able to have a very authentic uh, mindful peaceful conversation mm-hmm. i think that's where coaching well plays a very vital role well said well said my next question is that you know i've i've spoken to many coaches i've coached many people and one major mm-hmm. issue the a lot of top executives face is burnout and stress yeah how do you handle uh matters of burnout and stress with your coaches so where the coaches are experiencing burnout correct, correct. hmm you know as i mentioned um awareness creates possibilities mm-hmm. uh you would experience burnout when you are not in alignment to who you are mm-hmm. you know a friend of mine her name is dr neha she has written a book on burnout mm-hmm. and she often talks about that if you are unnecessarily bringing in misalignment in your life mm-hmm. uh, you would experience burnout and there are different shades to burnout as well burnout does not happen in just one go right you will experience different emotions it's like a ladder mm-hmm. and if burnout is at the is the last step of that ladder what mm-hmm. are the different steps that you are experiencing are you even aware of that mm-hmm. and as a coach when you are interacting with your coachy mm-hmm. are you picking up the cues that you can actually share with the other person hey this is what i've noticed this is what i've noticed this is what i've noticed are you noticing it right mm-hmm. um, are you doing things that makes your heart sing are you doing things that make your heart that makes your soul dance mm-hmm. and if that's not the case of course you would experience a lot of anxiety a lot of frustration a lot of irritation a lot of uh, tiredness mm-hmm. a lo- lot of heaviness and as i often share if you're experiencing any kind of load any kind of stress any kind of pain any kind of contraction any kind of shrinking in your body right it could be either in in the form of a physical stress or an emotional stress or uh you know psychological contraction or spiritual contraction if you're experiencing any kind of stress load mm-hmm. uh, pain anywhere the four dimensions that i spoke about it's mm-hmm. an evidence that something needs to shift within mm-hmm. before you hit the ceiling and call out hey you know what i'm going into depression or mm-hmm. i'm going into burnout um am i willing to pick up the signals life is giving me am i even listening mm. and as a coach it's my responsibility to listen to the signals that my coach is giving so that i can call it out so well yeah said, well said so got of time for two more questions yeah um my next question is that given the advancements uh, of technology uh, mm. in the corporate world how do you see the future of executive coaching evolve yeah in, including uh, the fact that the future of work is very different the business landscape has changed yeah 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 what a beautiful question you know the other day i was uh, i was having a conversation with a friend of mine mm. this gentleman 
uh, is a part of Singularity University. And I, have, I was having this conversation with him. Um, he was just sharing that what is the future of work? What is the future of learning? Mm -hmm. And now the question is, what is the future of coaching? Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at the the future of work, if you look at future of learning, or if you look at the future of coaching, mm -hmm. uh, one thing is for sure, it's it's only going to get better because that's what we all are doing, right? We are, if you look at the last hundred years, we have only grown as humanity. Of course, there would be certain challenges. There would be certain hiccups. Right. Uh, we would struggle to adapt to new technologies in the world. Uh, some people... Uh, might not be able to follow that and the other people would 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 lead the curve mm. now if you look at coaching right I, i've been witnessing the space of coaching for over 18 years now um, be 2005 when there were only 16 people who came together to explore coaching in the year 2005 i'm talking about to mm. where we are 2023 in fact recently we have launched our 50th batch of the art and science of coaching mm. 50th batch right i've had the great privilege of um, training over 5,000 people in mm -hmm. the country on this coaching certification. So there was a time when not many people knew about coaching at a very nascent stage. Then came a wave where coaching is only for executive um, C-suite executives. Mm -hmm. Then there came a wave where people started talking about how can we bring coaching mm -hmm. to the middle management. Then there came a wave where people are talking about uh, hey, let's let's explore team coaching as well. That's because more it's it's more economic. Mm -hmm. And now people are talking about let's democratize coaching, and that's where there's an influx of a lot of companies who are bringing marketplaces mm -hmm. in the country, in the mm -hmm. world, in the in the domain of coaching. Now, where are we heading towards? Of course, we are heading towards where we'll be able to tap into the hybrid models of coaching, where we'll be able to tap into the artificial intelligence into coaching, where people are talking about how can we tap um, chat chat boxes, chat GPT in the co coaching conversation. Of course, there are, uh, there are different platforms which are coming, bringing the virtual reality in the coaching, right? Mm -hmm. So with the advancements that's happening, I'm sure people with the right expertise, they would find ways to integrate the soulfulness that a person brings in because I don't think that mm. that can be replaced yet. You never know. But at the same time, that technology advancements, they are joining hands. Mm -hmm. And when two forces join hands, it's only good that would happen. Mm. It's only good that would happen, mm. right? So, I think we're moving the right directions. Uh, so let's see what okay. we what we come up and with. My, my last question to you, Gaurav, uh, yeah. we're running out of time now. But uh, my last question, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Mm. Based on your deep understanding of coaching, mm. what would you say are three lessons you would want a lot of our young viewers and listeners to take away? Mm. Hmm, three lessons. You know, um, if I look at only my life, mm -hmm. you know, I draw a lot of learning from my own life. Mm -hmm. um, it allows me to internalize things. It allows me to watch my own emotions. It allows me to look at how am I showing up in a in a conversation. Mm -hmm. 
it allows me to compare my own past, my own past reactions and my present reactions and uh, the kind of responses that I would like to offer to myself, to others, to life, to world. If I just look at that, I think um, three, you asked me, I think it's very important for any individual to express from their core gifts. Mm -hmm. And that's possible only when you are aware of your true absolute nature. Yeah. Very often when I'm not aware of my absolute nature, I would be operating from a concept, which means I'll be operating from a space who I'm not. So expression is extremely important. Mm -hmm. So that means how can I tap into my superpowers? Mm -hmm. uh, who I am, what I'm good at, what are my gifts? Um, what do people talk about me? Very important. Feedback plays a very vital role in mm -hmm. our life. So that's one expression, right? If I look at the second one, the second is I draw a lot of inspiration from my connection with my friends. I think I've been blessed to have very good friends all around mm -hmm. me, be it my connection with my family members, uh, with my siblings. Um, I think they've been extremely kind to me. Uh, my connections with my friends, my school mm -hmm. friends, right? Mm -hmm. They are so supportive to me. Yeah, They're always there for me. My connection with my colleagues, my connections yeah. with my um, clients, my connection with my friends in the industry. They've been extremely, extremely kind to me. So I think uh, connection is very important. The more I invest today, the more I'll be more fulfilled, happy, effective tomorrow. So mm -hmm. that's the second one. Yeah. And the third question is, how am I contributing to the industry that I'm a part of? Mm -hmm. So if I can have uh, expression, connection, and contribution in my life, I think these are the three basic desires of a human soul. Mm -hmm. For as long as I'm taking care of these three desires, I'll be happy, I'll be, for as long as I'm happy, I'll be growing. Mm -hmm. And every time when I feel that one of these three desires are getting compromised, I feel suffocated in my body. Mm -hmm. um, so. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And on that note, Gaurav, and your three amazing lessons uh, expressed from your core gifts, which is so important. But for that, you said you need to be able to understand yourself. Second, you said was connection and networking is very critical. And you, of course, uh, clearly have a very large network of people who have stood by you. And the yeah. third one you said, which is so critical, is to keep asking yourselves, what am I contributing? You yeah, know, I think that's what am I giving back? Thank you so much for speaking to me about your own journey. Thank you for talking to me about ex-monks. Uh, we discussed several aspects of coaching today, which I'm sure my viewers and listeners would love to be able to understand in more depth as they listen to our conversation. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck. Thank you so much, sir. It was an absolute pleasure and Thanks. a delight to be here with you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.